Welcome to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint. Now, let's meet our hosts. Hey, everybody. I'm Dana Crawford. And I'm Wayne Jordan. In today's episode number 40, we're going to be talking about picking styles. Picking styles. Well, I assume since we're about antiques and collectibles, we're not talking about picking a banjo or picking a guitar. We're talking about <laughs> picking uh, collectibles and, and items. And, and this is probably a good topic to cover because, well, whenever I go to uh, antique shows and, and fairs and flea markets and that sort of thing, uh, I prefer to go alone or with my wife because there's a specific way that I like to do things. And, and whenever I go with a larger group of people uh, or, you know, a couple of friends, it seems like everyone has their own ideas on where to go and what they want to see and what they're looking for. So the minute we get through the front gate, everybody splits because everyone has their own way of picking and, and approaching uh, shows and Yard sales and estate sales, everyone's got their own style. So today I thought what we'd focus on are the larger shows because there's so much to see. There's so much to to get a handle on in such a short time to do it that I think it's worth a discussion because these shows sure. are, are coming back. Uh, COVID hopefully is uh, on the downturn and by next spring things should be back to normal. Knock on wood. Yes. So uh, you, Dana, are probably one of the most experienced people I know in doing shows and picking at shows because you're in charge of WorthPoint's treasure hunts. And you recently completed a treasure hunt, right, within the yes. past week or so. But tell us about that show and then tell us about WorthPoint treasure hunts in general. What are they? Who goes? Uh, who is able to go, how they organize, just give their listeners kind of a, a primer on WorthPoint treasure hunts. Sure. Well, WorthPoint treasure hunts, we try to look for big shows, the bigger shows, the, the extravaganzas, and the one in Springfield was an extravaganza, and they do that twice a year in Springfield, Ohio. Now, when, when I'm seeking out a place, a location for us to go, I try to look for the word antiques in their title because some of them are just your standard every weekend flea market, right. which I don't mind going to. But when we're trying to plan a treasure hunt, we're looking for more details of antiques and collectibles and true vintage versus... Um, dollar store or crafts kind of items at flea markets. And I'm sure you've seen the the flea market by the highway or whatever that runs every weekend. Sure. And those tend to be a little bit more for the locals and, and things that you need. The Worth Point extravaganzas and the shows that we go to, we try to look for the ones that are focused on antiques and collectibles and true vintage. So... You've organized a, a treasure hunt to a particular location. 
how do people, our listeners, for example, uh, find out about where we're going and what we're going to do? We do have the Treasure Hunting News newsletter. You can sign up for that. It's free. And then we send updates on the hunts coming up. Or you can, at any time, you can visit worthpoint.com slash treasure hunt, and you will find the page with the current list of where we're going. On that page is also eBay workshops. We've been doing eBay workshops to complement our treasure hunts. So we've been doing eBay workshops either the night before or the day after of the treasure hunt. And it kind of lets us reach out to the community and share not only what WorthPoint has to offer, but it also allows us to educate the community on reselling and flipping. Now, if I were to go to the website and find something I wanted to go to and sign up, what's it cost me to do it? It's absolutely free. And to go? Including admission and everything. Well, some it depends what kind of a deal we work out with the the show, the venue. Now, Springfield actually gave us um, 25 free tickets. So mm-hmm. we did have free tickets for our people. Some shows, um, sometimes we can't get a hold of the venue. We can't get a hold of the people running it. And so we just go anyhow. <laughs> And then we we still have then we have to pay to get in, and generally if that happens, WorthPoint will reimburse the people that are with us. If they had to pay, you know, eight dollars to get in, we'll give you that back. We also do have you know we try to have a meeting with food of some sort, like a dinner or something, or a lunch. We try to stick with pizza lunches, or sometimes we meet for coffee in the morning. It just depends on the location. And what there is to offer. Some of them don't have the ability to, you know, have us meet with food. People who would come to any particular event are probably local. That's correct. Some people do fly in and some people will drive a state over or, you know, to attend. Now, and we also get repeats. We had um, several at this. Uh, the Springfield, Ohio hunt that were also at the tri-state hunt and they drove, you know, to this one. So we do have fans that are like, where are you going? We're planning Alaska, actually. You're kidding. No, we're pretty excited. I know I'm super excited. So where in Alaska? Anchorage. Yeah, we're planning Anchorage. And, and if all goes smooth with our schedule, that should be in May. But meanwhile, we're also planning um, Nebraska mm-hmm. and in January. Ooh. No, right? Yeah. I, I hope this is an indoor venue. <laughs> you think? Yeah. <laughs> really. Well, Nebraska's a nice state. Well, I think it would be beautiful in the winter as long as the airport's open. <laughs> but, yeah. And then, of course, there's paper mania in Connecticut. That is a big one that they they do that twice a year. And Paper Mania, we've mentioned that on other shows. But so far, my favorite, though, is Long Beach. And we're, we're doing Long Beach in November 2021. Right. And we're actually partnering with one of our affinity partners called List Perfectly. And we're going to be doing um, a workshop the day before on eBay Tools 
for sellers. And they're going to talk about list perfectly, and we're going to talk about WorthPoint. Good choice. Yeah, so lots going on. You do Long Beach every year, though, right? Yes, it's my favorite. I like Long Beach. So let's say that I, I go with you, and I'm a novice picker or maybe a more experienced picker. What's in it for me as a picker? Why would I want to team up with WorthPoint to go to one of these things? Is it just a social event? Well, we actually have two types of people that join us. Mm-hmm. One would be a collector that needs some assistance to find their items that they collect. And the other is a picker that is a flipper that is basically looking for assistance to connect with like-minded people that also are flippers and that like to um, look for items to resell. Mm -hmm. So those are basically the two types. So at the beginning of our treasure hunts, I go around the room location, the circle, (laughs) and I ask each Mm -hmm. person, are you a collector? Tell us, you know, are you looking for anything specific or are you a flipper? You know, is there anything that you like to sell more than others? And and usually everybody will have a story of something that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then once I can evaluate, okay, we've got some folks over here that like glass. We've got someone over here that likes toys. And then I can kind of, then we got vintage clothing. And so I can kind of get a feel for what we're looking for. And then I'll tell people, some of you are welcome to go with me and, or any of our staff members. Mm-hmm. And we're all here for you. Um, we're going to use the eBay app and we're going to use the WorthPoint app and we're going to look things up. And so we do encourage people to set up the WorthPoint app ahead of time so that they have it ready. Everybody that attends a treasure hunt gets uh, 50% off the first month of WorthPoint. And so it's a great opportunity to just take it out for a spin. And then we split up. And so it generally, like you mentioned, some people prefer to go off on their own. They don't need to be with the group. Mm -hmm. And then others will come with me. Now in Ohio, I spent the entire day with one person. And it's the first time I've ever done that. Hmm. And I spent the entire day with him. And it was because he was in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And it was a motorized wheelchair. And he was a true collector. Anyways, he was a lovely man, and I just, I enjoyed the day with him, and it made my day because I helped him find a very rare item. Mm-hmm. What was it? Got him a very good price. <laughs> good. So that was the highlight of, of Ohio for me. At the end, we always meet for lunch. So we have what's called a show-and-tell luncheon. So mm-hmm. everybody comes together at lunch. And then, um, at this show, everybody put their items on the table. We had, we had the space at this pizza place. And so everybody put their items up front out on the table so we could all look at them while we were having lunch. And then, um, once lunch was over, then one by one, we did show and tell. So we, you know, stand up and talk about the item that we, we found. Okay. Well, uh, this is a good place to stop for a word from our sponsor. And we'll be right back. Hey, eBay sellers. It pays to know what you've got and what it's worth. 
That's why you need WorthPoint. WorthPoint.com is the world's largest resource for pricing antiques and collectibles with millions of items, photos, and sold-for prices. With their free mobile app for iPhone and Android, you can carry the power of WorthPoint right in your pocket, wherever you go. For a seven-day, seven-look-up free trial, go to WorthPoint.com. Okay, we're back, and it's yours truly, Wayne Jordan and Dana Crawford, and we're talking about uh, picking at the most recent WorthPoint treasure hunt. We'll pick up where we left off. Now, one gentleman, he collected um, stereo view items. Oh, really? Yes. And he has been searching for this his entire life, he said. Mm-hmm. And he usually finds the his stereo view items at antique malls or antique places. He never has found one, as he called it, in the wild. He called it in the wild. And this man was so happy, he bought a stereo view 3D camera. Really? Yes. And you know, I've read about those, but I don't think I've ever seen one. It was cool. So you'll see, we'll have pictures, but it was the coolest thing. And he was so over the moon because it was in pristine condition. And it even had, um, you know, the leather compartment that pulls up for you to look in to take the picture. And that was mint. It wasn't cracked. It wasn't damaged. Dried out. Yeah. No, it wasn't dried out. And it came with the original case to carry it in. He paid a little over $300 for it and was absolutely over the moon. What about what you bought? Were you looking for anything in particular when you went? What kind of things attracted your attention? And what did you take to show and tell? Well, personally, I'm not a collector. As everybody knows, I collect dust and I collect eBay memorabilia. So I'm not, um, I'm, I'm not a collector. But I am a flipper. I'm always looking for things to flip. And I wasn't really looking for anything in particular. If something caught my eye, my my goal was to teach Stephen, who, who, who was my buddy, and to help him through the day. And, and so I actually gave him a little lesson about shaving brushes and because I had a lot of experience selling shaving brushes, and I was showing them how the badger hairs and and the UK version and the American version. So it was fun going to each area. I don't need stuff to sell because I'm a consignment seller. I've got a lot of stuff, so there really isn't anything I need. I did run across a couple of foo dogs that caught my interest, and mm-hmm. I imagined the guy was going to ask, you know, hundreds of dollars for them because that's usually what what they are at at these kind of shows. And I the guy came right to me. He was one of those wanting to sell guys. And so he came to me right away and he said, "Oh, you're looking at those." He said the um I the least I could go on those, the absolute rock bottom, and I'm thinking, you know, a $100 he's going to say and then he said 60. And then I thought, "Oh, I'll look at them again." Because I didn't mind paying $60. And sometimes you can just tell if you really want to haggle or not. Or if you, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't want to, you want to be fair. You don't want to rip someone off. But um, in this situation, I felt $60 was was fair. And or it was a good price. 
And when I flip the food dog over, it has some kind of Asian marking on the bottom that I've never seen before. Right. And so it it tempted me to try and figure out what it is. So I went right. ahead and bought them and they weighed quite they were quite heavy <laughs> in my suitcase to bring home, but I still haven't um been able to identify the bottom of them. I used right. Actually, um, Eric, who was with us, he recommended using Google Lens. Mm -hmm. And I did use the Google Lens, and I was able to find the same face, the right. same foo dog face, right. but I was not able to find one that had a base like this one. Right. So I'm still on a mission to identify it. So you haven't listed it yet? I haven't. But the only other thing that um, excited me was a trucker hat because we had an episode. That's right. We had an episode on trucker hats. Tell me about the, tell me about the trucker hat. And what was it? And how much did you pay? And have you got that listed? Oh, never. You may not want to tell me what you paid for it. Since. No, I don't mind. I, it was two. I saw um, a pile of trucker hats and it caught my eye because they had a sign up that said two for five dollars. Mm -hmm. And so that got my attention. <laughs> and so I went, started going through the pile and I just quickly, quickly, quickly was looking for snapbacks from what we learned on our episode. And I was looking for snapbacks and I was looking for um, anything interesting on the front that right. was odd or interesting. And of course, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is usually a hot one, too. So I was looking for anything like that. And there really wasn't anything that I thought was extraordinary, except the one that had, I think it was called Greenfield Setter and Pointer Club. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't have a clue, but I quickly looked up Hat Pointer Club. <laughs> and I just quickly looked up Setter club and i just looked up quickly and things were selling that had anything to do with pointers and setter clubs so i just went ahead and and grabbed it two for five bucks you know no big deal so and while i was at the hotel i just went ahead and took a picture of it and listed it for 85 dollars. whoa is that your expectation or you have a buy it now with the reserve or i have i have it up for 85 dollars make an offer and I'll accept no less than thirty. Well, still, if you paid two fifty for it, that's not a bad markup, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you go into a big event like that, an extravaganza. How do you determine where you go first? And is there a method to the way that you're walking around? Do you let your curiosity lead you? If you see something, oh, I want to see what that is over there, or I want to see what that is over there, or do you have a kind of a regimented system for walking around and covering everything. How do you approach a big event like that? Yeah, after we've, you know, made the rounds and I kind of know what people are looking for, and I will start if I spot something that someone has mentioned. If I spot that, I'll be like, okay, look what we have over here, folks. You know, we just found the Pyrex plate that this lady was looking for or, you know, whatever it is. Sometimes it's um, a clothing item because usually we this show, we didn't have any vintage clothing collectors but or flippers. But like in Long Beach, we did. And it was like, oh, there's 
there's that rack with those amazing pieces. Let's just head that way. So because you never know, there is not a one size fits all. Right. But generally, if I'm on my own mm-hmm. and I'm going to hunt on a show on my own to look for things to flip, I always go to the left. I don't know why. I do the same thing. And I, uh, yeah, I read uh, an article uh, a few years back and there was a retail guru that's got a bunch of books out and he owns a company that has been videotaping customer patterns in retail stores for decades, since the 70s. And he's got a huge database of how customers behave in stores. And generally, when people walk into a store, they go to the right. That's why supermarkets are laid out the way they do. And they put things against the back wall that you're going to need, you know, cereal Mm -hmm. and milk and that kind of thing, because that will pull people to the back of the store. So you go over to the right wall, then you go to the back, then you go across the back wall, and then down the left, and then people will start going up and down the aisles. And I tend to do just the opposite of that. I'll come in and I'll go to the left if I'm there first thing in the morning, because what is everyone else doing? You know, if I'm the first one in line, I might go to the right. But if I'm in with a bunch of a crowd of people and they're all going to the right, I'm going to go to the left That's because right. I'm going to see some stuff before they get there. Right. And it, so it depends on the time of day I'm getting there. If I get sure. there in the middle of the afternoon, eh, I'm just going to wander around and see what catches my fancy. But if I'm going to go to a show with the intent of buying, if it's a buying trip, then I'm usually going to start going to the left and work my way around. Isn't that funny? Well, it's an effective way to cover everything. Yes. And because you don't want to miss anything. <laughs> Okay, well, let's see. The clock on the wall says that uh, we should start wrapping this up. Is there anything else you wanted to cover? What was rewarding was watching the true collectors finding the things that they love at this show because the Springfield extravaganza is absolutely huge. And I can't wait for us next year to make it bigger and better because there were other YouTube celebrities that were there that unfortunately I didn't discover until it was over. And had I known, there also um, some of our top affiliate marketers were there. Hmm. And had I known, I would have connected with them and, and we would have you know done a lot more. Wow. How, how many days were you there? Just the one. Just one. Well, we had the eBay workshop the day before, and then we had the extravaganza the next day. And I'll tell you, though, I I just love these shows. I love to travel. I, I love being a part. We have a great team at Worth Point, And together, we're just unstoppable with where we're going and the communities that we help. We help these communities of people either learn to find stuff that they can't wait to rush home and get it listed on eBay. You know, they're so excited because they know they're going to make a nice profit. And then the most rewarding one on this particular trip, though, was because we had more collectors than resellers. And it was helping them and being with them to experience them finding the items that they've been looking for and the items at great prices. Well, that, my dear, is a perfect place to close the episode because it wraps it up and really shares the emotional and 
social benefits of going to something like that to say nothing of the profitable yes. uh, benefits. So, okay, Dana. Well, that's uh, it for episode 40. I really enjoyed your stories. Thanks for sharing those. Well, thank you, Wayne. I just want to encourage everybody to sign up for Treasure Hunting News and, and to also the Worth Point newsletter so that you can see all the pictures from our previous treasure hunts and videos. Cheers to everybody and all you happy pickers. Keep a picking and a grinning. Yeah, keep a picking and a grinning. You've been listening to Flip It or Skip It, brought to you by WorthPoint.com, the world's largest antiques and collectibles pricing and research database. Buy right, sell right, and profit more with WorthPoint.com.